welcome to Little Seeds of Faith, a podcast where children help read a treasured Bible story, and we get a chance to explore and talk about the lessons we learn. Hi, my name is Joni, and I love reading. My most treasured book to read is the Bible. The Bible has great adventures, love stories, stories of hope and truth, and most importantly, stories of faith. Hi, Elijah. Hi. I'm excited to have you here today with me. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, like how old you are and where you're from? Mm-hmm. Um, I am nine years old, and I'm from New Jersey. Awesome. Do you have any interesting facts about yourself that you would love to share? Um, I like to read the Bible, and I like to play basketball and mountain bike and do baseball. So you like to baseball, basketball, mountain bike, and do you have any favorite foods? Um, my favorite food would probably be pizza and hot dogs. Awesome. Oh, those are good foods. I think I like pizza, too. Do you have a favorite topping for pizza? Um, pepperonis. And Hawaiian pizza, which is pineapple, ham, and pepperoni, and bacon. So, we are here today to read a Bible story together. What story are we going to read together today? Um, we're going to read David and Goliath. That's a great story with so many lessons and adventure, some good characters in there too. So when I read, um, I like to know a little bit of background, kind of what's going on. And so can you help me tell maybe a little bit of the background, what's going on in David and Goliath? Uh Who's fighting? Do you know who's fighting? Um, um, The Philistines and the Israelites. The Philistines and the Israelites. They're both two different nations and they're fighting against each other. Who is the Israelites king at this time? Saul. Saul, that's right. Mm. Saul is the king. Yes. And uh, the Philistines and the Israelites are uh, fighting, and they're kind of at a standstill, and no one's really moving right now. Um, No one's really winning the war. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about David. And who is David? Um, He's he's, um, a... Man, he's like a shepherd who watches over sheep, and he has eight brothers, or eight brothers, I think. Yeah, he's the youngest brother, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, so all of his brothers have gone off to war, and he's at home taking care of the sheep with his him and his dad. That's right. Um, yeah, so that's great to know just a little bit about what's happening, and we're going to read about Uh, Goliath, and we're going to know just a little bit information about Goliath and who he is. So are you ready to read? Yep. Okay, so we're going to read from 1 Samuel chapter 17. Saul and the men of Israel gathered and camped in the valley of Elah. Then they lined up in battle formation to face the Philistines. The Philistines were standing on a hill, and the Israelites were standing on another hill with a raven between them. A raven. Yeah, a a ravine. A ravine. You say ravine? Ravine. Yeah, a ravine yes. between them. Yeah. Do you know what a ravine is? It's like, um, like kind of like something that goes like deep under and comes up, like like where it's not like flat. It's kind of like going down. Yeah, a ravine. So there's like with water, like two hills. Yeah. And then, but then with water in the middle or land. This would be like a land uh-huh. in the middle of it. There wouldn't be water because that's where they're fighting. Yeah. So they weren't fighting in the water. Mm-hmm. But you know, we know that there was a creek, so there was some water. Um, uh-huh. Later on, we know that there was at least a creek close by. But there was definitely there was kind of like two hills, and then there was land in between. And so we know that the Philistines are on one hill, uh-huh. and the Israelites are on the other hill. Okay, so 
Then a champion named Goliath from Gath came out from the Philistine camp. So this is the champion, right? This uh-huh. is the their big guy. Who's, he's going to win it all. He was nine feet, nine inches tall. Yeah. Do you think that's tall? That's tall. That's, like, taller than, like, anyone that's, like, nine feet tall. Whew. Yeah, like, like a giant. He's huge. Right? He's a... He's huge, right? We can't even imagine how yeah. how, how it would be to stand in front next to him. Huge. Huge, yeah. So he was nine feet, nine inches tall, uh-huh. and wore a bronze helmet and a bronze scale armor that weighed 125 pounds. So I bet that the helmet and the armor weighed more than you. Wow. That's a lot. If right. The helmet and armor weighed more than me. Yeah, weighed more than you. Then there was bronze armor on his shins, and a bronze javelin was slung between his shoulders. His spear shaft was like a weaver's beam. The iron point of his spear weighed 15 pounds. In addition, a shield bearer was walking in front of him. So not only was his armor heavy, but the weapons he used was really, really heavy. Like just the point on the spear weighed 15 pounds. That's heavy. That is really, really heavy. So you have to be really strong and really big to carry all that stuff, don't you think? Yeah. So when we read this, uh, what picture do you get of this man, Goliath? Well, I get him like a big, strong guy with like that. He's big and he's really, and he's tall. He's like nine feet tall and he's got a beard. And he's got like this big beard and he's got this big helmet on and all kinds of armor and a shield. Yeah, he is... It's scary. Like, I don't know if I'd want to be standing next to him with all that heavy armor on. So, okay, let's continue reading there. Like, you're up. Okay. He stood and shouted to the Israelites, battle formation. Okay, so this is what he yells. Ready? Why do you come out to line up in battle formation? He asked them. Am I not a Philistine? And are you not servants of Saul? Choose one of your men and have him come down against me. If he wins in a fight against me and kills me, we will be your servants. But if I win against him and kill him, then you will be our servants and serve us. Then the Philistine said, I defy the ranks of Israel today. Send me a man so we can fight each other. When Saul and all Israel heard these words from the Philistine, they lost their courage and were terrified. Yeah, he was terrified. He terrified all the Israelites, right? So that's our little bit of background about kind of who this Goliath is. He's a big, scary guy. And he's coming out and he's yelling at all Israel, asking them to send someone to fight. And what is Israel doing? Are they like, yeah, let's go fight this guy? No. no. They're running away. They're scared. They don't know what to do. That's right. They're like, they don't know what to do. They lost their courage and they were terrified. So is David there at this time? Is David hearing all this? Where's David? Um, no, because he is, he's back, he's back at his house with his father caring for the sheep. That's right. So David doesn't know this is going on. He's at home taking care of his sheep. Um, but then his dad asks him to go take care of his brother. This has been going on a long time. And his dad's beginning to get worried about the war and what's going on. So he's going to ask David to go. Okay, so we're ready to continue to read? Yep. So David got up early in the morning, left the flock with someone to keep it loaded up, and set out as Jesse 
Jesse had had charged him. He arrived at the perimeter of the camp as the army was marching out to its battle formation, shouting their battle cry. Israel and the Philistines lined up in battle formation, facing each other. David left his supplies in the care of the quartermasters and ran to the battle line. When he arrived, he asked his brothers how they were. While he was speaking with them, suddenly the champion named Goliath, the Philistine from Gath, came forward from the Philistine battle line and shouted his usual words, which David heard. When all the Israelite men saw Goliath, they retreated from him, terrified. Previously, an Israelite man had declared, Do you see this man who keeps coming out? He comes to defy Israel. The king will make the man who kills him very rich and will give him his daughter. The king will also make the family of the man's father exempt from paying taxes in Israel. So David spoke to the men who were standing with him. What will be done for the man who kills that Philistine and removes his disgrace from Israel? Just who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? So David's wondering what's going on, isn't he? He's like, why aren't you guys kind of fighting? And what will happen to this man that goes and, and kills Goliath? Yeah. So the troops told him about the offer, concluding, that is what will be done for the man who kills him. David's older brother, Eliab, listened as he spoke to the men, and he became angry with him. Why did you come here? He asked. Why did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your arrogance and your evil heart. You came down to see the battle. So David's older brother, is he happy to see David? No. No. He's mad at him. Yeah. He doesn't. He probably, he's, he's like, he probably doesn't want him going near the war because he's probably afraid he'll get hurt. And he thinks David should just be at home taking care of the sheep, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So verse 29, you ready? Yep. Okay, go ahead. What have, I, what have I done now? Protested David. It was just a question. Then he turned from those beside him to others in front of him and asked about the offer. The people gave him the same answer as before. What David said was overheard and reported to Saul. So he had David brought to him. David said to Saul, Don't let anyone be discouraged by him. Your servant will go on and fight the Philistines. But Saul replied, You can't go fight this Philistine. You're a youth. And he's been a warrior since he was young. But David answered Saul, Your servant has been tending his father's sheep whenever a lion or a bear came and carried off a lamb from the flock. I went after it, struck it down, and rescued the lamb from its mouth. If it reared up against me, I would grab it by its fur, strike it down, and kill it. Your servant has killed lions and bears, and uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. For he has defied the armies of the living God, the Lord who rescues me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of his Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and may the Lord be with you. And Saul had his own military clothes put on David. He put on a bronze helmet on David's head and had him put on armor. 
David strapped his sword on over the military clothes and tried to walk, but he was not used to them. I can't walk in these, David said. To Saul, I'm not used to them. So David took them off. Instead, he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the wadi and put them in the pouch in his shepherd's bag. Then, with his sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine. The Philistine came closer and closer to David with his shield bearer in front of him. When the Philistine looked and saw David, he despised him because he was just a youth, healthy and handsome. He said to David, Am I a dog that you come against with my with sticks? Then he cursed David by his gods. Come here, the Philistine called to David, and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts. But David said to the Philistine, You come against me with a sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of armies, the God of the ranks of Israel. You have defied him. Today the Lord will hand you over to me. Today I'll strike the sky and the wild creatures of the earth when all the world will know that Israel has God and his whole assembly will know that it is not by sword or by spear that he, Lord, saves. For the battle is the Lord's. He will hand you over to us. When the Philistines started forward to attack him, David ran quickly to the battle line to meet the Philistine. David put his hand on the bag, took out a stone, slung it, and hit the Philistine on his forehead. The stone sank into his forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So... David defeated the Philistine with a sling and a stone. David overpowered the Philistine and killed him without having a sword. David ran and stood over him. He grabbed the Philistine's sword, pulled it from its sheath, and used it to kill him. Then he cut off his head. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they fled. The men of Israel and Judah rallied, shouting their battle cry, and chased the Philistines to the entrance of the valley and to the gates of Ekron. Oof, that was a lot to read, uh-huh. wasn't it? Thanks for reading that with me. Yep, that was, it was, I enjoyed it. Good, thanks. So can you tell me, just real quickly in your own words, what we just read? Um, We just read something like where there was like a big man and Israel had to go against him. And all of the men were afraid of him, but David knew God was on his side, so he wasn't afraid to stand up and fight for him. And he didn't need to use an armor or a sword. All he needed was God and his slingshot and stone. That's right. It's all he needed. So when we read this, what part made you get excited? Um, well... That part was probably when David and when David hits Goliath with the rock because I like imagining Goliath falling over into the ground and like a big thump and a bash and like it, it, like really cool and like knocking yes. them all into their feet, into their hands and on their like backs and stuff when they fall over. Yeah. Did you um, have you ever seen a, tr- a tree fall down? Yeah. Um, um. What do you yell when a tree falls down? A big tree. You ever yell and say, Timber! 
That's what I kind of picture what happens with Goliath. It's just like this big tree. Boing. And it kind of bounces maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, it's an exciting part, you know? Not just because a big man dies. I don't know if I would find that too exciting if someone had to die. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting to think that David, who had nothing but a stone and a sling, was able to defeat a giant. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So who showed faith? Um, in this story. David showed faith because David was not afraid that um, that Goliath might kill him. He knew that God was on his side and that when, when you're little and the odds are against you, if God is by your side, you can do anything. You can kill a nine-foot-tall man with all kinds of bronze armor. It's all possible when you have God. It's all possible. That's right. It's all possible. So do you have a time in your life when you had to be courageous and trust that God would take care of you? Um, well, when I was seven years old, I was walking by myself up a path at a camp, and some of my friends started screaming at me from their porches telling me to get inside. Well, I mean, I couldn't quite hear them, so I kind of started just to keep walking and so I kept going, and then I kind of figured out the words. It, was, it sounded like a bear. There's a big black bear, and I'm very, and I ran back, even though I should have probably looked down and stepped back, but I just ran back into a cabin, and luckily, it was a bear. Its paw was hurt, and I'm also kind of glad that I went into um, a porch because it was a porch where I could see my sister and her friend, and I could tell them to get in. Otherwise, they would have walked straight face into the bear. Yeah, that sounds like a really scary, scary time, right? Like being in face with a bear. Uh-huh. Um, David had to face a bear, didn't he? Mm-hmm. But you had to, you trusted that God was going to take care of you in that time? Mm-hmm. I knew yeah, that. that you, the bear wasn't going to attack uh-huh. you. He would just go do something else. Do his bear stuff. He'll, yeah. Go do bear stuff and leave you alone. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's a good story. Thanks Thanks for sharing that, Elijah. Sometimes it's not easy to share uh-huh. stories that are kind of scary. Yeah. I asked you to come up with two questions about the story that we just read that we can ask the listeners. And then on their own time, they can either talk to their parents or their friends about these questions. Um, so what were those two questions that you would like to ask about this story? Well, I mean, do you have giants in your life, and what are they, and why didn't David wear any armor? Those are great questions. Do you have giants in your life, and what are they? Ooh, I might have to think about that one, too. And then, why didn't David wear any armor? Two really good questions. Thanks for coming up with those, Elijah, and I hope that the listeners can find some time to answer those questions. Before we say goodbye, I asked you to pick either words of wisdom, a joke, or a fun fact to share, and you chose uh, two things, right? Yep. You have a little bit of words of wisdom that you'd like to share and a joke. So can you share those with us? Well, sometimes I will get scared of thunderstorms at night because I hate the thunder crackle in the night, and that's one of my giants, and I'm and sometimes I'm all alone in my room, and I hate the sound of thunder. It was like, and when the and when lightning strikes after it, I think that it will strike a tree, a big tree that's right there, and it'll come down on my room. And I think that if we're scared of something, we should share it with people because they can realize that they're scared of something, and they don't have to be afraid to share that too. 
you know, it is good to share our things that we are afraid of and might help somebody else. Okay, so what's your joke? How do you make a hot dog sit down? You'll take away the stand. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you so much, Elijah, for reading with me today. I had a lot of fun. Same, it was, uh, I hope you had fun, too. Yeah, it was really fun. I hope this podcast planted a little seed of faith in your heart today. If you would like to read with me, email us at littleseeds at wcfoundation.org. Did you know that some of our outreach programs help those in financial, medical, and emotional crisis? Bad things happen in the lives of many. We believe in helping those who have stumbled. This includes assisting on the cost of emergency medical procedures, help to those who have lost employment, or those facing a sudden challenge due to emotional difficulties. If you would like to donate, please visit wcfoundation.org and look for the link, Invest in Faith.